Hi guys, it's Favorite Kelvin here and I'm back with another powerful episode. Today I want to talk about how to overcome anxiety and the fear of people. <clears throat> how to overcome anxiety and the fear of people. Um if you don't know that the fear of people is a thing or anxiety and the fear of people is a thing then trust me I am your living proof. Um I used to have this feeling, excuse my truth, I don't know what's happening to my throat today. I used to have this um thing where whenever I maybe I'm walking in fact I used to be afraid to go out of my house. I used to be so uncomfortable to leave my house. Okay, so because I I didn't want to meet people. I I don't know how that started. I don't know what the root cause of that was. But I found that suddenly at the point in my life I started having anxiety and a serious fear of meeting people of human beings. I'll be walking on the road and somebody's just about to pass me, a stranger is just about to walk past me and my heart will be beating so fast like what would this person think of me? Would they like me? Am I smiling? What's happening? You know, so many things will just start racing through my mind and I'll ask myself, should I greet the person? Should I not greet the person? Should I act like I'm um I got this or should I just come down at so many things. And trust me, that is not a good place to be. That is not a good place to be because you'll be stuck in your head. I was stuck in my head. I was stuck in my head. I could not enjoy relationships. I could not enjoy the people that um God had put around me. I could not get to feel them. And one thing about relationships is that every single purpose that anybody could have is tied to human beings. It's tied to people. You have to have relationships to be able to fulfill your purpose. And let me explain this. So, I have a ministry. Should I call it a ministry or a calling or to young ladies, to young women? That's that's just it. I can hardly sleep any night without seeing a dream about me talking to a lady and things changing in her life or me praying for a lady and she's manifesting or something. I can hardly sleep without seeing that god has imprinted that in my subconscious he has impressed it in my subconscious i don't know where dreams come from but that just happens to me every time so for someone who had that kind of ministry i needed to like really talk to the ladies to know exactly what they're going through so that i can know how to come in or what to um, structure my content to to look like so that it can attract the people that God wanted me to attract but because i was not sitting down to talk to them because i was always afraid to even engage in a conversation it was terrible like i i did not know what to do i didn't know when it, when it came to relating with these ladies i had no idea what to do i had no idea whatsoever how to even go about it so um recently i I like I said I'm talking about how I overcame it and I noticed that my mind is freer my mind is happier I'm able to communicate with people on Sunday I had a long session with a friend of mine somebody an acquaintance somebody I I 
knew in church, but I had never engaged in a conversation with a site. Hello, good morning, good morning, and that's it. So I engaged in a conversation with her, and I found that this is such an amazing mind. Such an amazing mind. She reads, she's taking courses, she's trying to be better in her life, she's going through some challenges that she shared with me. And I'm like, this is how people get information which they sometimes refer to and they are talking to people. Because I used to wonder, how do people, for example, Apostle Joshua Selman, he's preaching and the examples he gives are so relatable. You can really relate with them. How would, how does he do that? How did he do that? I used to think about that. But now I realize that the way to get to that point where when you talk, your examples are, are things that people can relate with. And it's if, it's if people can relate with your content that they will come to you. So for you to get to the point where your examples are relatable and all that, you need to actually sit with people and talk. So this was a very big hindrance to my purpose, to my God-given gift, to my ministry. So I, I did things, which I'm going to share with you now, um, the things that helped me overcome this anxiety. I mean, I would really literally be talking to someone and I'm stuttering and I didn't know what I, I would just be so not put together. And then there is a voice in my head that would be telling me that ah, this person will not like you. The person will know that you are a fraud. You're just acting like you're okay. Meanwhile, you're not okay. The person will know that you're this. The person will know. I'm like, my head was constantly making so much noise, negative about me and about my relationship with the new person. I remember there was a time I came into my compound newly, the first time I came into my compound, and one of my neighbors gave me a compliment. And I was extremely shy that I, I did not know if I responded to her compliment properly. I, I'm sure I appeared like a snob because even me would not, me now would not like that kind of response I gave to her, you know, that day when she complimented me and said, Wow, your voice is really nice. And I'm like, Thank you. And like, it was so awkward. All that was because of anxiety. So, what are the things I did to overcome my anxiety and fear of human beings? The first thing I did was I prayed about it. God is interested in every single detail of our lives. Nothing is too insignificant for him to to pay attention to. Nothing is too insignificant. You can talk to God about what dress to wear, what hair to make, what, you know, Life is connected. Everything is connected. Imagine that God is in everything that you do. I used to give this example that one day you'll just tell God, God, which which shirt should I wear? I want to wear this. I don't know. I'm I'm stuck between two options. And God says, wear this one. And you wear that one and you go out. And somebody says, oh my God, this shirt reminds me of my father when we were playing tennis in 1968. Please, 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 you have to come. what what do you do what do you do there's a job i i have i have a company i want you to work in that company but just a shirt see don't trivialize anything everything is important everything is important and everything should be brought before god so that he can be the one to decide and when god decides on every single thing you do every single thing action you take excuse me every single action you you take then your life is Trust me, your life is secure because everything you do is guided by the owner of the universe. He knows how to orchestrate everything to favor the things that he told you to do. Okay, so 
I prayed about it. I would say, Lord, I don't know why every time I see somebody, my heart is beating so fast. I don't know why every time I see someone, my my my, my mind is like, this person will not like you. This person, will, you know. And, and you know, when you think about things so much, whatever becomes, Bible says, God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all you ask or think. And I add to it that whether it's good or bad, God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all you ask or think. And that is what the people of the the secular world calls um the um sorry excuse me um the power of attraction or the law of attraction right so that law states that when you think about stuff too much you attract it when stuff stays in your mental space you drag everything that relates with that thing that thought in your mind around your life so when you think oh this person will not like me this person will not this actually you start to behave in a way that the person will not like you unconsciously because because you're now too worried your eye contact is not there your body language is so shifty and all person would automatically not like you and that thing that you are worried about would happen you start to feel defensive like if the person says something or maybe you're like okay this person will not like me after all so let me be defensive and somebody who has not done anything to you somebody who's just meeting you for the first time just compliments your shoes and you're like what's that supposed to mean are you trying to insult me blah 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 because you're defensive and because you already feel like the person would not like you so you just you just feel like okay let me just make it work you know so the things that you think about the most you attract um, I prayed about it and I told God, I don't want to feel my heart beat so fast when I see people. I don't want to have to like worry about what should I say? Is there anything I'll say that would not be right? Blah, 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 blah. And all that. I told God to take all that away. The second thing I did was that I realized that there are things you cannot control. There are things that you cannot control no matter how much you try. And focusing and worrying about things that you cannot control is the mother of all anxiety. Anxiety is equal to fear. And fear is, is, the, is being scared of the unknown, worrying about the unknown. And that's what happens. There are things that you cannot control. For example, whether or not somebody would like you, you cannot control it. You have nothing to do. You have very little to do with whether somebody likes you or not. Somebody can just see you and say, you look like my, my mom and be your friend. Somebody can look at you and say, you look like my lecturer that hurt my feelings nine years ago and hate you for no reason. And you didn't do anything. I'm sure it has happened to you. If, if this has happened to you before that you met somebody and you didn't do anything to the person and the person just loved you unconditionally or you met someone that you didn't do anything to and the person just hated you unconditionally. Um, send me a DM telling me about your experience. I would really love to hear it and share it with the world. So, um, I stopped being concerned with making people like me. I stopped being concerned with whether this person is going to like me, this person is going to like me. I just let it flow. If you like me, that's not a problem. If you don't, I'm good. Like, after all, not everybody loved Jesus as much as he was our Lord and Savior. After all, not everybody loved Martin Luther King. After all, not everybody loved Mandela. I mean, these people had serious issues with people liking them in their lives. I mean, some of them were put in jail. Some of them were killed brutally. Jesus was crucified in a very terrible way, you know. So, you, Bible even says, Woe to you if all men speak well of you. It's either they're lying to you or they're conniving to kill you or something. Woe to you, like... It's 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 not heard of 
that everybody says good about you or speaks well of you or everybody loves you. There's something wrong with that. So check it. If everybody's liking, everybody's loving you, sometimes it might not even be genuine. So I stopped being concerned about whether people like me or not. And that helped me, gave me the freedom to just express myself. Like, after all, I don't know if you like me. I don't know if you you won't. I, I hope that you, you like me enough to want to relate with me or to see me as somebody you would love to relate with. But I, 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 I'm not going to beat myself up if you don't or if you respond to me rudely. You know, people who are rude are powerless in their own lives. So if I'm being afraid of you being rude to me, it's like I'm being afraid of you exp- expressing your powerlessness um, to, and venting on me. And that's a very bad place to be. It's like personalizing people's problems. So now I realize that when people are rude to me, it's not me. Most of them are having baggages. Most of them have cheating husbands. Most of them, their husbands just beat them. Most of them, their wives or their businesses are failing. Or something is making them feel insecure and powerless in their lives. And so they want to um, vent all that or transfer all the aggression on me. I can draw my line and say, please, I, I know that you might be going through stuff, but you don't get to say this to me. I would not, I would not accept it and all that. And that just works for me, you know. That mindset has put me in a place where I don't have to worry if you like me. I don't have to worry about your reaction to me. I am just at peace with myself. So the next thing I did was I decided to refocus. I decided to like focus on myself. You know, in life, we major on the minor things. Like we, the things that should not matter, we make them matter so much and magnify them. And the things that should matter, we throw them away and, and start, you know, and just, and just throw them away. For example, we, we, we live in a society or this is a society where people so much care about being validated. Like let people like me, let people see that I'm good. Let people see that I'm this. And if people are not seeing all that, you do everything to make people see that you can steal, you can kill, you can sleep with people for money. You can do weird things just to make people see that you have the latest hair or wig and accept you into the high level, this thing in society. Meanwhile, you have a purpose that God has called you for. And the thing is, your purpose would feed you and overfeed you so much that you don't even need to stress too much to get the wigs and shoes. Walk in purpose. Everything would just come. Everything would fall into place. They would, they would be, you would magnet those things by yourself. For example, um, okay, this is not an example. This is um, um, something I learned and I want to share. Tony Robbins said, surrender, if you, if you, life is about push and pull, yin and yang, push and pull. Um, if you push yourself so much, you would struggle for a long time. I mean, if you push yourself to appear like you're rich, if you push yourself to speak well, if you push yourself to, to, um, um, you know, to do whatever, if you have to push yourself push yourself so much to get someone to like you then you will struggle for a long time because the force of pushing it means you are exerting too much energy to get things done but if you surrender yourself to the pool there are things that in life like this is a fact in life you when you 
socket yourself in the right place or where you're in the right time in your life for things to happen. Things would happen automatically. When you're in the right state of mind, when you're in the right place in your life, when you are in the right place, even in your environment, things will start to pull you in. For example, you would, you're in the right environment, you'll meet new people, you'll network with people, and that will lead to you, you know, relating more with people, selling if you sell products, selling maybe to the high-class people, you know, just so many things. When you surrender yourself to the pool, you don't have to push too much. You don't have to push at all. Things will just come. People will say, I heard about this business from here. And please, can I do business with you? I heard about your this thing from somebody. You don't have to be going everywhere and pushing and pushing and pushing. So what I'm saying is, sometimes when we push too much to, to appear in certain ways, we we lose it, we, we get depressed, we get stressed. But our purpose, our our purpose, our ministry, and the things that God has called us for, it's like the center of gravity. It's like the it's like the the place of the pool. Now remember, um, Moana. I'm sure most of you have watched Moana, and there was something that happened to Tefiti when they took away her heart, and she turned into something else and was wicked and mean and turning all the plants into, um, poisoning all the plants in, in in her, uh, Moana's island and all that. And her heart was far away from her. And when when Moana struggled and did everything she could and managed to put the heart back, automatically everything was falling into place. She started to become the real version of herself, the happiest and more relaxed version of herself that she could ever be. Now, that heart of Terfiti is what I can relate to as our purpose, our drive, our mission, our vision in life. Once your heart, your heart of Tafiti is out of place, you will struggle to do everything and you'll be so much angry and depressed. But once your heart of Tafiti is in place, is, in, is stuck in the right place, once you are stuck in the right place, in the right time in your life, everything will automatically arrange themselves. So, um, you need to be in your purpose. I've said so much about being in your purpose because I'm really passionate about this topic of finding your purpose and and not faking and acting like you've got it all together. Meanwhile, you're pushing yourself so much so that you can be seen as something, all right? So I decided to focus on my purpose. And since I started to focus on my purpose, things have been falling in place. I recently developed my online community and I am so excited about this. And a lot of people are giving me referral mm, reviews and saying, oh my God, I thank God I joined this group. I'm really happy. You're such an amazing teacher and all. And this is my own, my group, my, my community of people that I love and we are trying to grow together. So you see, I am now so busy with my purpose and my, my vision and my mission that I don't have the time to know whether this person is talking about me or this person is talking about me. In fact, I wish somebody would talk about me and put it online and say something really bad that would go viral and even get people to come and check on my page and see all the amazing things that I put there. Okay, that's not a good wish, but I don't mind if that happens. Okay, so I am about my own life. I am about my own purpose and I am happier and more relaxed because I am succeeding in my lane and that has thrown away all the 
competition, the entitlement, the envy, the anxiety I used to feel and the hatred for myself somewhat that I used to feel. So that is one thing I did that helped me overcome my anxiety and fear of people. The last thing I did, the last thing I did and which is the most important is that I started to grow. I started to grow. Growth is simple. Some of you will be like, okay, I want to grow, but where do I start? You need to find out what aspect do you want to grow grow in. Do you want to grow in? Do you want to grow um, in, develop yourself when it comes to speaking? Do you want to develop yourself when it comes to your mentality, how you think? Do you want to develop yourself when it comes to um, cooking? Whatever it is you want to develop yourself in, all you need to do is educate yourself in that aspect. Go and there are books on it. There are podcasts on that area that you want to grow. Go and read. Go and read. Read on those areas. Get podcasts. Listen to mentors on those area. And just as a side note, I am not a fan of listening to too many people. Having too much voices in your head can, first of all, it can dampen your own voice. So you no longer know how to do anything without reverting to what would this person do? What would that person do? It kills your own inner voice and your own gut slash inner voice needs to be trained to be able to do exactly, do things exactly how you would want to do them. It's when you do things exactly how you would want to do them that you have your own uniqueness and you feel more accomplished. Okay. So I grew, I read, I read a lot. In fact, I have like five to ten books, five to six books open every time that I would, when I'm, when I'm close to this one, I'll just open it and read like two pages. When I'm close to that one, I'll read like five pages. I'm, I've just been reading and my mind has been amazing. I'm not sure, I'm not saying you should do that because I'm not sure it will work for you, but this is what has worked for me. I listen to a particular person's podcast every single day. Because I love how her mindset works. I love how her mind works in certain areas. She thinks like me, but she's the, like, the more advanced version of me or the version of me that has worked on herself so much. So I listen to her, follow through the journey, um, you know, try to grow. And uh, trust me, I feel so happier in my life. And because I feel so much happier and so much confident because the things that used to make me insecure, I have gained the knowledge that has stabilized me in that area because i feel that way it now trickles down into my relationship with people i'm i'm genuinely excited to see people now i smile at people i I recently discovered that people actually love to be loved you know there's somebody that when i see her her face is just so mean and then i'll be like hi how are you doing and all that and she just lights up instantly I'm like, wow, this is amazing, this trick. Because I don't have time to be acting, okay, I want to be the mature one, so let me keep my face. That is not me. I am a smiley, outgoing person, and that's how God has made me. And God has made me that way for a reason. And I know people who whose smile has paid them, I mean, a lot of money, okay? So why would I want to deprive my world of the gifts that God has put in me? And when I, when I walk around and I'm not smiling, I'm so, so serious, I don't even feel like me. That's not me, so... um. So that's that. And some people think if you smile so much, you're not mature. I think if you do not know how to handle yourself and your responsibilities, and you do not know how to handle your emotions, then you are not mature. It's not about smiling or keeping your face serious. All right. So these are the things that I did to overcome my anxiety and my fear of people. 
I want to say a big thank you to you guys. I'm seeing a lot of you downloading my podcast, listening to my podcast. I recently checked myself on Google and I was like the the number one podcast when I mentioned Fever Kelvin's podcast. Like, they didn't show me anybody else. They showed me my podcast. I, I was so happy that I appeared on Google and that would not have been possible if not for you guys listening to me and you know sharing my podcast like you do i love you guys so much and as as much as it lies in my power as much as i grow and learn on my journey i would share it with you guys i would not hold anything back and i pray that god will grow us all together as well so have a wonderful day have a wonderful day ahead i am this podcast is i'm recording this podcast at 6:10 10 minutes past 6 in the morning so have a wonderful day ahead if you're listening to it at night have a good night rest just be okay and then send me a message on instagram so that i can know you listen to this podcast my instagram is at the favorite kelvin the favorite kelvin that's my instagram handle you can reach out to me on spotify you can reach out to me on whatever platform you're listening from and i really love to hear from you all right guys till i record another episode Have a lovely, 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 lovely week ahead. Bye.